so the last time I updated everyone on what happened in the Tuesday game before I started recording, was the 25th of September. We left off with losing track of Tilna, and the party locating her somewhere in the sewers. Following their locate person, they began seeing a strange symbol written in chalk on the walls. Several of the party groaned in near despair, this was the symbol for the Xanathar Guild, a notorious crime syndicate operated, it is said, by a ruthless beholder. As of this wasn't that bad enough, the party grew more and more restless due to how far into the sewer they were heading. Initially, they heard the sound man speaking. Entering into a door, they found a crazed-looking man with a strange hat, beating me a singular goldfish in a very large roundfish tank. Exiting the room, the party waited for the man to leave, they heard another voice that was much deeper and louder, doting over the fish, whose name was apparently Silgar. The party waited for the deep voice to leave and entered the room. They found Tilna, turned to stone, and the creepy man with the strange hat telling them to leave before he finds out they are there. Before they could do much else, the voice came back, and what floated into the room was an abomination to behold. Xanathar and his beloved Silgar, the only thing Xanathar actually cares about. After a tense standoff while getting Tilna fixed, and holding Silgar the goldfish hostage, the party ran as if their lives depended on it, which it did, escaping the sewers. Tilna, of course, gave back the bag and promised to try and disappear. She told the party that the group paying her were definitely tie-ins, but not from the conclave in Waterdeep. The party ruminated about this subject and the Earth Genasi barbarian decided to head to that conclave to pick up the shield he ordered. He found that they had been waylaid by unknown assailants and disappeared with the gold that they had spent, the odd netherese gold. The party decided to rest up and head back to the yawning portal inn, their base of operations, when they realized that their next-door neighbor's behaviors previously were suspicious. When asking the daytime barkeep, a young woman, she appeared confused as the party just walked upstairs a few minutes ago. They entered their own room and found nobody there, but realized that it must be their neighbors. The party prepared to enter the room, and were interrupted by Tilna who came to warn the party of the danger of their neighbors, although the party had figured it out. The party burst into the room and fought a hard-won battle with assassins and a wizard, seeing Jonathan tied to a chair at the back center of the room, looking bloodied and bruised. Before the party could fight their way to him, a strange, tall, wizard appeared, his back to them, thus keeping the party from identifying him, speaking a powerful word at Jonathan, power word kill, and then, at Jonathan's death, teleported away. Luckily, a party member had a spell to bring him back, and revived him. After saving Jonathan and dispatching the rogue tie-ins, the party was rewarded with a small monetary reward from the Scribes Guild, as well as the knowledge that Jonathan, indeed, is an expert on the ancient civilization of Netheril. Giving the party a map of the old nation, as well as a book to allow them to translate the text they come across, and the translation of the inscription, the party set off for the next likely place a cache would be. The inscription at the old owl well read as follows. I, Teresir, Arcanist of Netheril, with Congenio, Iolum, Uospinas, and Chronomancer of the same, hereby lay this cache, that if my visions become reality, that Netheril may yet survive its hubris. Other caches of similar kind are in similar locations as this. Having no idea what sort of cache lay at the old owl well, the party set out for the northeast, towards the Sword Mountains. Until the next prequel, dear readers.